0: this podcast is made possible by all our backers on patreon if you want to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective by becoming a patreon you not only support the show but you get a lot of cool rewards like stickers or our exclusive access to our slack channel where you can chat and trade and battle with other trainers that also listen to it's super effective if you enjoy what you're listening to and you want to keep enjoying what you're listening to head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support the show If not, no big deal. These episodes will always be free, but we would appreciate any support if you can. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. everyone welcome to the 199th episode of the pokemon podcast my name 199. is spj199 199.
1: 199. <laughs> 199. i'm trying to do like the beatles 199 199
0: is that a Beatles song
1: well number nine yeah oh i see my name is spj and with me here i have will well, that's obvious because I've already talked and ruined your introduction, which is my devious plan. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was getting to be a pretty solid intro.
0: So we are recording this on Friday night, January 15th. If you have been following our podcast for the last couple episodes, you know that we've moved from Mondays to Fridays, and that's only temporary because uh, we are getting ready to do our 200th. Anniversary show, 200 episodes.
1: That is going to be, oh, I should pull up a calendar. I actually have in one up January 24th. going to be in January on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Same day as the Royal Rumble.
0: <laughs> that Easy. Is same Easy. day as the WWE Royal Rumble,
1: yes. Easy to remember.
0: January 24th on twitch.tv slash pkmncasat. We will become be a doing subscriber
1: subscribe like comment subscribe
0: below. like comment share we'll be doing uh our 200 200th episode live on twitch uh, if i can figure out the technology behind doing said thing live i don't think it should be too difficult if for whatever reason you cannot make it our start time is scheduled for uh 2 p.m central and if for some reason you can't make it, we will still record the audio and release it as an audio show afterwards.
1: But if you want what to if hang for out, for some reason I can't make it. Well, then that's going to be a pretty solo show, I guess. <laughs> solo
0: monotone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's what we got for for not next week, but well, the episode that will appear in like 9 days of this recording. So that's kind of why our our last two episodes have had this weird release schedule and then once the 200th episode has been out the door, we will go back to our normal Monday release releases that we've we hit pretty consistently. So I
1: was recording the before we get into po- we uh, whew, we we have a lot of Pokémon news. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I already commented on that before you started recording As you were listing out all of the different things that you need to cover And then you said, and then we'll maybe have a Pokemon of the week And I was like, not likely <laughs> Not with all the news that we have to get through uh, We have, a, we have, yeah So, so be, uh, before you dive into the news, Steve, have you had a good week? I have uh, It has been good uh, I
0: finished the Giant Bombs 18-hour podcast of their game of the year. Games of the year. Their number one game of the year was Super Mario Maker. Spoiler. Um, but yeah, that was really good. During, during that talk, let's lead into my story before we get into Pokemon. They were talking about Clickers of the Year, and Jeff from Giant Bomb mentioned a game called Trimps. And if you are part of our Slack community, you've probably heard me mention Trimps, or if you follow me on Twitter, I was also tweeting the Trimps.
1: Will, how, is your, how are your Trimps? Well, I, I left them at work, and they're uh, breeding and dying and battling and doing all the things that Trimps do. Um, building, I have, I have Foreman trimp. I guess, is their Foreman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Foreman trimp. And uh, and they're building stuff and I'm sciencing. I have myself doing science because I get a boost on things I do myself. And um, and they're they're adventuring out there. I have uh, I think I have them running on a particular map right now, and they are set to redo the map over and over again. It's a um, good call. So yeah, that's it's 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 kind of like uh cookie clicker without any pictures at all. So if you, let's say, okay, no, this is it. If you enjoy the ease of play of a game like Cookie Clicker, but you miss the jolly old days of Zork and text-based adventures, then Trimps is for you.
0: Uh, Trimps is a pretty, it looks like a spreadsheet. Doesn't even look good. and I, that, That's kind of why I like it. Well, it's all, it's all text.
1: Right? Yeah, it's all text. It's all text. And, and, uh, well, uh, right now there are those little graphics, like, but they're not; they don't move.
0: Yeah, as of as of this recording, I have uh, four thousand trimps breeding and going into battle. Four thousand. And I have how, two. I have how, two. Th- how many houses do you have? I have too many. I have it running behind me, so I'm trying to like turn, but make sure my voice sounds good. Uh, I have two thousand trimps employed, and. So there's there's a there's kind of an end game to Trimps at at one point there's a dungeon called like the dungeon of anger you get it when you hit level 20 and if you can get through the dungeon of anger it opens up a portal and then once your portal opens up you can start collecting helium and when you go through the portal you can use the helium to buy permanent upgrades so for example one of the upgrades might be more loot of everything in the future once you go through the portal. And you could upgrade, if you have enough helium, you could upgrade that like 7 times. So you're getting 5 times 5 times 5, or 5% times 5% math numbers. Um, But when you go through the portal, everything starts over. And you do it all again. But you do it with the boost that you applied from the helium you gathered when you went through the portal. Trimps is real cool.
1: No, it's not. It's so good. All it's, that means is that you do every all the same stuff over again. It's just faster. It's Yeah, you get... Well, so you,
0: eventually you'll hit a wall in Trimps because your your armor and your your army of Trimps will not be able to kill the Gorillimps and the Penguin Imps and the Blimps that you are fighting.
1: I killed a Blimp today.
0: Oh, I've killed... I've, let me tell you how many, I've killed my fair share of blimps, but, so I didn't know about the portal initially, so the portal opened up for me yesterday, and I went through the portal on accident, I didn't know, and I was like, oh my gosh, I lost, like everything is starting over, I wasn't ready for this, my heart sunk, I lost the, at the time, like the 2,000 some trimps I had, trimping away. Wait, they all die out? You, you start from zero when Whoa. you go through the portal. It is like a brand new game, except for all the upgrades. So I went through the portal. I was like, oh, okay. I I I've, I've, I've thought about just, I'm done. My trims is over. But then I, I was like, well, let me just click a couple things. And then the trims started building up again. And I noticed how much faster they were working. And that made me really excited. And then for whatever reason, I like quit my web browser and I came back. And it reverted 2 hours ago it, like it didn't save and it went 2 hours back <laughs> before I went into the portal and then I was like oh my god I just lost 2 hours of progress but now I still have my game before I went through the portal which is which is why I have uh 4088 trims breeding or my army of trims and then my 2044 employed uh and I have, when I went through the portal initially, I had 34 helium, and now I'm at 104 helium. So I'm feeling better about going through the portal now and starting my Trimps journey over. Um, but it, it's
1: a great game. It's so good. No, it's not.
0: It's real good. There's a yeah. lot of people playing Trimps at my work and uh, in the Slack because community. Everybody at your work does everything that you tell them to do. You know, I only when I say everyone at my work, I mean like two people because I don't talk to anyone at my work. That's what it comes down
1: to. Do you know how many people are playing trims at my work? None.
0: Because you don't know that? Have you have a, you,
1: a big campus? Well, I don't count them as my work. I only count the people in my department. That's fair. If I counted the people in my department
0: that play trims, it'd be 100% because my department is just me. <laughs>
1: That is terrible. Trips is at 100% at my office cubicle. See, I'm just a little concerned because when I was big into Cookie Clicker, um, I used to uh, play it on my Mac at work. And I don't know if you remember many years ago, there was a recall where some iMacs had a horizontal hard drive installed instead of a vertical hard drive installed. I recall this recall. Okay. So, the story is... Uh, Apple would call it a quality program. They don't like to use the word recall. Okay. I was the person at Georgetown who was responsible for notifying all of the people who had the horizontal drive in their vertical iMacs that they needed to contact us so that we could swap out their drives and do the quality servicing for them, neglecting to take care of my own computer. So... I was playing Cookie Clicker for like months. I never turned that computer off. Months and months and months of Cookie Clicker. I was getting those antimatters and interdimensional portals and everything and <laughs> like all the achievements and all the unlocks. And then the hard drive died. And there was nothing that could be done to recover, to bring it back. So I lost all of my Cookie Clicker progress. So I'm just like, Trimps is going to do the same thing, except luckily it's now a Windows computer. So it'll be a little less heartbreaking.
0: Well, two things. One is trimps trimps work regardless of if your computer is on or off. No. No. They keep Yeah, no, no, they keep going. Uh because it runs off a server, a GitHub server. So if you if you go to your lower left hand corner of trimps, it it'll say auto save and it autosaves. But there is an export button and when you export that, you export a string of numbers and characters. It's like, I don't know, probably 800 letters long. And if you go to any other computer and you import that that string of characters, uh,
1: it should bring back
0: up your Trimps game if you oh, want to move yeah. it from Too computer to
1: computer. much effort. No thank you.
0: I'm just saying that as long as you have that string of characters safe, like in a iCloud notepad or in a 1Password or you wrote it down in a diary, and your computer took a poop
1: your trims would be safe yeah no i understand what you're saying you, that, it has portability that cookie clicker does not yeah cookie clicker has a flaw but
0: trimps a, have evolved their intelligent creatures
1: a, a clicky game has failed me once so Trimps is real good i'm trepidatious about doing another one but i do i do have a love for zork and it's got that zorky feel to it so yeah i like the way it looks i like the way it looks a lot Oh, well, let's, let's get into Pokemon news, I guess. There are no Pokemon in Trimps.
0: <laughs> there are no Pokemon in Trimps. That is true. Trimp, a Trimp
1: could be a Pokemon, I feel. A very hardworking Pokemon. Oh, yeah, but, and they're also very versatile. I mean, yeah. they can battle. They can build. They, they can, can teach each other how to battle and build. Yep, and they uh, breed. You can breed. make more Trimps.
0: There, there's, some, there's some creature, I'll tell you that. Ah! Uh, It's Super Effective has been a show that has been around for almost six years now. 199 episodes as you are listening. And sometimes I get things wrong. Not all the time. I find that hard to believe. Not all the time. But I was very confident in the last two episodes that we would not be getting Pokemon news quite yet. And then this bombshell hit.
1: Oh, and it was quite the bombshell, wasn't it? Yes,
0: yeah, it was more <laughs> than I could expect. And I really, I honestly didn't think this stuff was coming until the like first week of February. And they dropped it a little early, which is fine. I uh, I don't know if it had to do with like a distribution of, you know, we need to get hardware out there, and obviously people are going to see the hardware, and... Regardless, it's in my out.
1: opinion, this is just like the first tasty taste. And then they're going to now now it's like the year of Luigi and they're going to just be like <laughs> ramping it up every week, every two weeks. You're going to get some more bombs and you're going to be like, I can't believe there could be even more Pokemon. And they're like, yes, we have more Pokemon stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think uh,
0: I think we're going to just keep on getting news from here on out, which is which is fine.
1: They, they have uncorked the year of Pokemon. The year of Luigi is retired, and it is now the year of Pokemon. The year of Pokemon. Pokemon, hashtag Pokemon 20, you mean. Did it coincide with Junichi Masuda's birthday? It did. Mm. It mm-hmm. did. Conspiracy. Possibly. Mm.
0: Uh, the, I have a bunch of tabs open with different news articles. The tab I don't have open, which I'm going to talk about right away, is Pokemon plans on doing a Super Bowl commercial. I believe the Super Bowl... Now, I'm not a sports fan. It's a football game. I believe it is a sports game of some sort of Ted Pig skin. I believe it takes place on February 9th, possibly February 8th. One of the dates in February, yeah. Some date in February. Uh, There will be a commercial for Pokemon... With the... what What is the slogan they're using? Go train? Get train?
1: Can't remember. Oh, yeah. I saw it once. It's almost like Trainers Go or something like that. I'll look it up as we're talking. It's something like Train Go or Train Forever. Something like that. That
0: is what the commercial is going to be based on. So I think it would be very silly if this... Pokemon Super Bowl commercial is, is targeted towards the game. I doubt that I, I doubt it's going to be focused on the game. I doubt it's going to be focused on a movie or an anime or anything like that. What my belief is that it is going to be a commercial based on like the 20 years of Pokemon, mostly focusing on like red and blue and all that stuff, and then focusing on like what's to come. So when you're doing, obviously, the Super Bowl is like the most watched thing of the year. You want to get those like 27, 28 year olds who were high strung on red and blue and then fell off. You want to get those people back. You want to get those younger kids who maybe don't know what Pokemon is yet. You want to get you want to grab those kids. You want to grab the parents watching those kids get excited about something that they might have seen for the first time. And yeah, you could say, oh, well, you know, Pikachu's in the Macy Day Parade, but I, I you think... The, the
1: Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade?
0: Yeah, the Macy Day Parade. Ugh. But I think there's a
1: huge audience difference in the two. So, I'll tell you exactly what the commercial is going to be. Do, do you want me to ruin it for you? Ruin away? Okay, well, the slogan is Train On. Train I On. I was close, I was close. Train On. Um, so it's going to start and you're going to see like a small Japanese child, uh, with an original gray, uh, game boy. And it's going, the child's going to insert like Pokemon green cartridge into the game boy. And you'll start to see the beginning screen and then it'll morph into an American child with a game boy color, uh, playing, uh, uh, probably gold. And you'll see like the gold, some, some graphic of the gold screen. And then it'll morph again, and it'll be a Game Boy Advance, and you'll see Pokemon Emerald, and then it'll morph into a DS, and you'll see Pokemon Platinum, and then it'll morph into a 3DS, and they're just going to skip Generation 5, which is the greatest generation. But as they keep morphing, the person playing the game is going to advance in years, and then it'll come to a final screen of you're just going to see um the special promo which we haven't talked about in the news yet uh 3ds and it'll be somebody your age 27 28 years old you won't see the game that they're playing but you'll see that they're obviously um, either the original american child or the original japanese child playing a pokemon game Um, but you're going to be looking at them from the other side and then it's going to be train on trainers more Pokemon news to come in the glorious 20th year of Pokemon. You're probably not too far off. Although the first game that would be inserted would not be green. Oh, I wrote the commercial. I sent it to TCPI or TPCI. They they just like took mine and they're like, yeah, this is genius. We're doing this. And uh, since you gave it to us for free, ha ha.
0: They would, they would definitely use Pokemon Red.
1: No Red. doubt there.
0: Yeah, what, they would what, absolutely what, use Red because Charizard's on it.
1: A lot of people like the Squirtle, man. No.
0: Charizard Charizard gets that instant recognition with with anyone who was 8 years and older in 1988 not 1998 P- not, sorry not Pikachu Well I mean Pikachu
1: will be apparent but you y- no be no hilarious com- if they do like Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Crystal, Pokemon Emerald, <laughs> Pokemon uh, Platinum uh, and then you know nothing for gen 5 because No
0: Super Bowl commercial from Pokemon is not going to include Pikachu and Charizard. Let's just lay that out there.
1: Well, maybe they'll have them as like animations behind the child, like the, the imagination of the child springing forth.
0: Maybe yeah. I don't think I don't think though. I, I've seen a lot of people say like that this is going to be a Pokemon Go commercial. I do not think so at all. I don't think that is the time or place to advertise your your free to play game. Nah, nah. You want you want to hit the you, you you have two options to do in the super bowl you have the option to make somebody laugh and watch your commercial want to watch your commercial again at work the following monday or you want to make somebody like feel like their heart being pulled in a good way those are your only two options if you're not doing the heart tugging or the tear making joy thing That was a bad bad thing. If you're not making somebody laugh or you're not pulling on their heart, you failed your Super Bowl commercial.
1: Yes, Super Bowl commercials have to be very polar. You're either in the camp of GoDaddy or you're in the camp of Apple.
0: (laughs) That is is great. I think uh, also Coca-Cola would be in the the Apple camp. Um, Do they still
1: make that garbage?
0: Budweiser. I I thought that company went out of business. (laughs) Budweiser would be in the... uh, Coca-Cola and Apple camp.
1: Yes, the, the emotional heartstrings.
0: Uh, and then you have the failed commercial camp, which is uh, Radio Shack's commercial last year. Oh. <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't last year. It was two, years, was ago two years ago when ago, yeah. uh, Radio Shack. Whew. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Super Bowl. That was only one bit of news. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Open that fire hose, man. All right. Hold on. Let me check my shrimps. I upgraded my, my lumber. I can now lumber you know, fast. I just, whenever
1: I a button down. click turns black, I just click it. Well, yeah, oh, no. yeah, it's... I set everything to plus 10 now, so I get more for every click.
0: That's fair. Uh, okay, so next bit of news here uh, some Pokin Tournament news. We've known Pokin Tournament is coming. Uh, it's will... Pokin
1: Tournament. Pokin Tournament. JK, JK. Okay,
0: gosh. <laughs> uh, we got four new Pokemon added to Pokin Tournament. We have Braxy, Braxen. Is that Braxton? 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 Braxton, train
1: on. There
0: you uh, go. Braxton, we have Garchomp, and we have Mewtwo. And as of yesterday, uh, we have Chandelure
1: being added. Chandelure? Was that the Sh- mysterious Pokemon with that weird Japanese character in its name? Possibly. Sure. I don't know. Is Chandelure one of your favorite Pokemon of all time? Chandelure
0: yeah. is real sweet. Yeah. Chandelure is really, really cool. Uh, so those four Pokemon are being added. Uh, we have a Wii U launch date in Japan, which which is March 18th. And then as of the Chandelier news, we also have that uh, it will be launched in the United States. Uh, also on March 18th. Wow.
1: Simultaneous distribution.
0: Yes. And I'm just verifying because now I feel like those dates are wrong, but uh, that's what I read. I could have read wrong, but March 18th is what the, what are the dates I have for the Wii U release? I also saw that uh, on the Wii U, Pokin Tournament will support LAN play. So what that is is when you hook an Ethernet up, Ethernet cord into the back of the Wii U, and you Ethernet it into the back of another Wii U,
1: and you play on two different TVs, and you fight. Okay, so I don't understand, um, and for the folks who haven't picked up on this also, uh, one way to do two-player of Pocket Tournament on the Wii U is to have one person use the gamepad, which has a video screen on it, so kind of, their perspective is the gamepad, and then the other person uses the television, right, with a Wii U controller or the special Pocket Tournament controller or whatever. Um, in the arcade, they only have one screen for both players. Mm-hmm. So, why don't they just have one screen for both players on <laughs> at home? Uh, so
0: I didn't know about the split screen. I I, I, I skimmed over that. Um, well, now I've revealed to you. Oh, so here's a, here's the problem. This is where I'm going to get a little bitter about poker tournament. So if you play on the same screen, which is technically one person on the Wii U controller and one person on the TV. It changes the game from 60 frames to 30 frames. And if you do LAN play, where you hook up two Wii U's together and play on different TVs, you will keep your 60 frames a second. Uh, that is also the same if you play with somebody online, you're still going to get the 60 frames a second uh, plus the lag you experience. Plus lag. <laughs> So, uh, going back to the arcade, those were custom-built cabinets, so I'm sure they're only processing...
1: Nah, no, they're like 4K.
0: Well, I'm when you're building an arcade cabinet and you're building, you know, X amount, you build the necessary chips and graphics for said game, and you call it a day. I don't know, though, what's running. The, I don't know if anyone cracked open an arcade cabinet and they can
1: tell me the details, but... Well, how many FPS is 4K? How
0: many what? Frames per second?
1: I don't know. It is it 4K TV? I don't know. I thought you knew, like, tech stuff.
0: Well, I mean, like, no
1: game is going to go over 60 frames a second. Why not? Why not go 61? Why limit I, yourself? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm
0: sure I could l- read some articles about it and come to you with an intelligent conversation. How, how many FPS is a... Is a... Retina display. It's rel- it's, the display is not what's displaying the frames per second. It is the, oh. uh, it's, it's the content that is being rendered. So like Donkey Kong... Diddy Kong Racing on the original DS was like an 18, f- 18 FPS frames per second game. And it was terrible. It was so sluggish and slow. Uh, Mario Kart 8... For the Nintendo Wii, it was sixty frames a second. If you have more than two players, if you have three or four players, it drops to thirty frames a second.
1: Wow, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, Yeah, and it is it is day and night different. So if you if you talk to anyone who so fighting game so racing games and for the some games don't need multiple frames per second, like Animal Crossing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, easily. Animal Crossing does not need sixty frames. Would it? Would your walking to Tom's Nook, Tom's Nook, Nooks, Tom Nooks, <laughs> Tom Nooks place be smoother if it was sixty frames a second? Yes, absolutely. No one's arguing against that. uh Fighting games, though, definitely matter for sixty frames a second. And I am not a big fighting games fan. If you've listened to the podcast, I'm not like big on Super Smash Brothers. I don't think Super Smash Bros. is in the same caliber as, like, a Street Fighter or a Soul Calibur or a Tekken. And probably four listeners listening to this podcast just exploded because I said that uh, Smash Bros. is a party game. It's not a fighting game. That's just my opinion. And but as for a fighting draw. game like Pokin Tournament, which is a fighting game, I don't see Pokeballs randomly dropping from the sky, and it looks like there are multiple stages. There could be Pokeballs dropping from the sky, but that's very popular in Smash Bros. Uh, to say that if I want to sit on the same couch with somebody and play a fighting game, which is the best way to play a fighting game, in, in my experience, is sitting next to a really good friend who also likes fighting games and playing late into the night. That is an amazing experience that is now ruined because you're going to drop the game from 60 to 30 frames a second. That is very disappointing in my eyes, and you could just be like, well, if you link them up through LAN, you can keep your 60 frames a second, which, uh, by the way, Splatoon, I believe, supports LAN play, and um, all the Call of Duty games on Wii U support LAN play, just in case you didn't know. You're right, I could totally do that, but uh, I don't want to do that. I do not want to run a LAN cable from my TV in my living room. To some other room in the house. And I also don't want to play Poking Tournament online. Like, I can. And I'm sure I would get a couple matches that would be good. But to me, my favorite part of a fighting game and why I like fighting games is to sit on the couch with somebody and play a fighting game. And that's just kind
1: of lost in that. Uh, Do you think the, they can be connected through a subnet? Or does it have to be a direct Wii U to Wii U connection? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how... Wii U land works because that could well actually no because then that's online play if if you're like in a dorm right and you're just like two dorm rooms away from each other so and it yeah, just becomes no. internet play yeah that
0: would probably become internet play uh anyways that's kind of what we uh what we know here about poking tournament so if you are serious about fighting games know that local play will drop it to 30 frames um and if you're listening and you're like, well, that's not that big of a deal, then you're clearly not a serious fighting game person. And that's fine. I'm not saying you have to be to enjoy the game. I'm just saying that if for the people that care about fighting games in the fighting game community, 60 frames is a priority. And yeah, if
1: you're, if you're MLG.
0: For me, probably not so much, unless I'm playing with somebody on the couch, which I already said, I don't have anyone to do. Uh, so... I Will I pick a poker Tournament? Probably, because I want to talk about it on the show. I want to play a chandelier. That was like the... Ugh! That's what kind of sold me on the game. Uh, but I don't plan on going MLG uh, with it. Or I don't plan on it. I don't plan on putting the time in to get good. I just plan get on putting... good. I plan on putting the time in to uh, waste a couple hours at night.
1: Yeah, and if I'm going to play with somebody on a couch, it's not going to be video games.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Some other news here. A new Pokemon Center is going to open in Kyoto.
1: Oh, finally. Kyoto has been desperate for a Pokemon Center. Like the island of Japan does not have 400 Pokemon Centers already. They needed 401. That's right.
0: (sighs) This uh, will open in Kyoto, Japan on March 16th. And it will feature a Pikachu riding a Ho-Oh as its logo. I do, I will say, I enjoy that Pokemon Centers have... Different logos.
1: And they kind of have different patron Pokemons. Yeah. And uh, on March 2nd, Pokemon Center Washington, D.C. is going to open, right? That's your next piece of news.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, Right next to the White House, actually. Oh, okay. cool.
0: No, the real news is uh, Pokemon. So the bombshell that kind of started everything was the Pokemon 20th anniversary was announced, which featured the Pikachu face logo which is Pikachu's
1: face made up of Pikachu and other starter Pokemon. Yeah, I think you can see it at the website, uh, which is Pokemon20.com. Pokemon20.com, and that's two zero, not T-W-E-N-T-Y.
0: Mm-hmm. They With the 20th anniversary, they're, they're encouraging users to use the hashtag Pokemon20 to share their experiences. Uh, the Super Bowl, oh, it says in here, the Super Bowl is Sunday, February 7th, which they will be running an ad for. I'm sure that will be on YouTube the day before they run or the day after. Because you're, why would you spend all that money not to put your ad on YouTube? Alright, so some news based off this. They are doing a Mythical Pokemon every single month. Mythical Pokemon can be distributed via GameStop in the United States. Uh, or through the Nintendo Network. So starting in February, you will be able to download Mew. What was this, the third time in, like, 20 years you'll be able to get Mew? Uh,
1: I guess, because there was that one competition where people were voting to see which Pokemon they wanted, and then everybody was so disappointed because <laughs> nobody voted for Mew. Um, probably. At, at least in the States, where we don't get these distributions as regularly right, yeah. as other countries.
0: Uh, Martus Celebi. I think Celebi is another harder Pokemon to find. Oh, yeah. Uh, April is Drachi, May is Darkrai, June is... Wait, m- is that Darkrai or Dark- <laughs> Dark- Darkrai? Uh, yeah, Darkrai. June is Manaphy, July is Shaman, August is Arceus, September is Victini, October is Keldeo, huh. November is Genesect, and December
1: is Meloetta. So and They obviously don't care if you don't pick up Meloetta. <laughs> <laughs> i still believe
0: that vulcanion will be distributed also but we'll get to that they announced besides the mythical distributions they announced pokemon day pokemon day is on february 27th which is the day that pokemon red green i guess just red and green were released in Japan. On Pokemon Day's Toys R I didn't I didn't know this till now. On Pokemon Day, which is February 27th, uh, which is a Saturday by the way, Toys R Us in the United States will have a special foil Pikachu and Magikarp TCG card from the new Generation set, a Pokemon activity book, and a poster of the 100- original 151 Pokemon from Generation One. They will be available when supply- available until supplies last. So if you care about getting a poster, an activity book, and two TCG cards, I would head over
1: to your Toys R Us. All right, Joe, we're getting in line at midnight on February 26th. I know where the Toys R Us is. They got one in D.C.? No, they do not have one in D.C., but they have one in Virginia. All right. D.C. doesn't have anything. All right. (laughs) So if the question is, do they have one in D.C., (laughs) the answer is no. We literally only got Walmart like three years ago, so... No, D.C. has nothing except garbage politicians. Thank you, rest of the country, for sending your trash here. That's fair. Um, Uh, Everybody (laughs) should have Pokemon Day parties and invite (laughs) me. A Pokemon Photo Booth
0: app will be released, available later this year on iPhone and Android. I think that was kind of missing the shuffle, but I don't know what that entails. Uh, And starting on January 19th, 12 Pokemon movies will be available for digital download On iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Additionally, the iBook of a Pokemon Super Story, Hoopa, and the Clash of Ages, and Pokemon Super Story, Pokemon the First Movie, will be available on iTunes early this year. Or, sorry, those were available earlier this year. We'll get to the anime stuff in a second. Merchandise. PokemonCenter.com will be selling special merchandise to help celebrate the Pokemon 20th anniversary this merchandise will include TCG accessories, uh, including a deck box, a play mat, card sleeves, a three ring binder, uh, all featuring the 20th anniversary logo. It will feature a Pikachu pin that is two inches wide and a Pokemon 20th anniversary lanyard. It will feature t shirts in both kids and adult sizes. It will feature a baseball shirt and baseball cap with the anniversary logo. It will also feature. A 12-ounce mug that will be available this summer. Is that 12 American ounces? That would be 12 American ounces. That is correct. Uh, In Europe, there will be some limited edition toys coming out. Uh, Those toys will be made from Tommy, if that matters to you. Made out of Tommy? Like Tommy the guy? T-O-M-Y, all caps. Not like Tommy the Power Ranger, no. Tommy. Tommy. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the White Ranger. Uh, Nendroid. We talked about Nendroid and not to buy fakes. They are making a Pokemon Trainer Red Champion version, which will release exclusively on PokemonCenter.com. It is a limited edition Nendroid figure that will come with a Great Ball, an Ultra Ball, and three Pokemon figures, Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoids, and will be available at the end of February. Yes, I said Blastoids. Wrong. Nendroid is a series of figured products by Good Smile Company. Uh, Besides your three Pokemon, you also get your little mini red. And if you want to make people mad, you call him Ash. (laughs) Volcanion. I'm sorry. We got a lot of news. Volcanion has been officially revealed in English. Volcanion has officially been revealed in an English trailer on YouTube by the official Pokemon channel. It is the final Pokemon in the national decks as of generation six. And it is the first fire slash water type Pokemon The press release states, The Pokemon Company International today revealed a brand new trailer featuring featuring Volcanion, a newly discovered Pokemon found in Pokemon Omega Rubia and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Also, Pokemon X and Y. Eh, X and Y. Po- Volcanion is a rare mythical Pokemon that can that cannot be found during normal gameplay. Unlike any other Pokemon, Volcanion is the first fire and water type. This Pokemon uses its fire and water to create steam within its body, expelling explosive shockwaves and scalding steam from its arms on its back. Volcanion's power is said to be so great that it can destroy an entire mountain, gouging out the earth and changing the shape of the land. The new feature, the new trailer featuring the mythical Pokemon Volcanion has been released on PokemonCo.uk and Pokemon's official YouTube channel. Fans should stay tuned to hear more information how to obtain Volcanion. It'll be when the new
1: game comes out. Well, because that, that's how Pokemon does things. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do it like a code, like they did with the Victinis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then you get to go to a special island that makes you feel all special.
0: I feel like if there was an island holding something, that somebody would have discovered it in the code at this point. Oh, yeah, that's right. If it's distributed to Auris and... hmm. If it's it's all four games, like they said, it's probably just going
1: to be just straight download. That's disappointing. I like the sense of adventure. (laughs) Uh, We're getting into movie and anime territory here.
0: All right. So the plot for the 19th Pokemon movie has been revealed. I'm going to read the plot to you. The movie storyline, the synopsis here. On his way to becoming a Pokemon master, Ash and his companion... Tell me if you've heard this before. (laughs) (laughs) Ash and his companions continue on their journey when a large object covered in white smoke descends from the sky and lands suddenly in front of the group. Drawing in the surrounding white smoke to its center, the object reveals its form as the mythical Pokemon, Volcanion. Ignoring the concerns, Ash and his friends, the human-hating Volcanion, immediately tries to leave. However, the impact of the descent causes a strange device to bind Volcanion and Ash together, leaving them unable to separate. As the Pokemon ran off, Ash is dragged along with it. The two eventually arrived at the Azoth Kingdom, a city of super machinery, where gigantic gears all around the city continually rotate. Why did Volcanion fall from the sky? Question mark. And why did it head for Azeroth Kingdom? Question mark. Set in a mythical kingdom of machinery, the hottest legend in the history of Pokemon, it begins to unfold. The title of this movie has yet to be revealed, but the movie scheduling is scheduled to make its premiere on July 16th in Japan.
1: So now we know the name of the region that's next to Kalos is Azeroth.
0: Hmm. But has anything in the movie, like... In the Victini movie, they went to some land that was not...
1: I know. It wasn't the Victini movie. It was Pokemon the movie black and Pokemon the movie white. No, my fault. You still watch the anime, Will? I still watch the cartoon, yes. Uh, Good. Which yes. I just saw the last episode from the current season, and it was so good. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. And there was like, I don't know if you, you saw on Twitter, but I was like, because uh, I mentioned to Jake Peake, because he had a little part in the first half of the two part. Well, I guess he was in both parts of the two part and finale of the of the season. And uh, he did a little like GIF sound clip of one of his parts in it. That's pretty funny. That end of story. That's as exciting as it gets there. All
0: right. All right. Well, I got some anime news for you. The 19th season of the English dubbed Pokemon anime, which is called Pokemon the Series X, Y, and Z, will premiere on February 20th on Cartoon Network in the United States. Just this, in
1: time for the 20th anniversary.
0: There you go. This means that the debut episode will be XY093, which will also be the first episode of the Pokemon anime X, Y, and Z arc. This season will focus on Team Flair's plans for the legendary Pokemon Zygarde and the secrets it holds. Elaine? How is spelled?
1: A L A I N. Elaine, Elaine, yeah. Uh, usually Elaine spelled with an E. No, 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 no. It's the French for Alan.
0: Oh, okay. My French is not up to par. Uh, your french it
1: is a super part yes. <laughs> yes
0: uh ongoing search for the source of mega evolutions intersects with ash and his friends additionally ash and his frogadier will work together wait, wait, wait to...
1: don't don't jump ahead there do you understand what you just said the mega evolution specials are going to cross with the pokemon uh, the regular cartoon the saturday oh, morning okay.
0: cartoon oh is that the person in the Mega Evolution special?
1: Yeah, Elaine. he's the one who's searching for the Mega Stones and has the Mega Power. Oh, see, I never and, saw any of those. And yes, whoa. Clearly. It's so good. And there was, like, a little hint of the crossover because um, when they went to Anastar City, uh, they had this kind of reveal of why they're completely skipping over Oros in the cartoon, and they showed, like, parts of the uh, Groudon and Kyogre battle from the Mega Evolution specials. Um wow i know way more about the pokemon cartoon than any 42 year old (laughs) Uh,
0: additionally ash and his frogadier will work together to reach new heights i think this has to do with the frogadier greninja looking ash
1: ash ash greninja is what it's called
0: that's it's gonna be real dumb
1: what do you mean it's gonna be real cool i don't want
0: digimon crossplay in my pokemon and and, i don't care i don't even watch the anime (laughs) You know what I do watch? I like to watch the movies, though.
1: You, you know Ash Greninja is in uh, Picross.
0: Well, you know what I gave up on? Pokemon wow. Picross. Dude, you're missing out, man. It's it so f- good. It was good when I played it, it's and then I good. hit that wall. It's still good every day. Let me tell you about Trimps. Oh, Starting January 19th, 12 Pokemon movies, 13 counting both versions if you separate the 14th movie. will be available to download on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. The first three movies will digitally be remastered for this release. So if you forgot what the first three movies are, these are the ones that are digitally remastered. Pokemon, the first movie. See You know what's funny about that is, like, they definitely knew what they had at the time. That is why it's called the first movie.
1: Was it really called the first movie? Yeah, it it really was. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, Pokemon the first movie Pokemon the movie 2000 Pokemon 3 the movie Pokemon forever Pokemon the rise of Darkrai <gasps> Duh. that oh, movie's my. really good <laughs> Darkrai Pokemon Giratina and the Sky Warrior Pokemon, that one's pretty
1: good is it? Yeah. Is yeah that one with Shaman? it's got Shaman in it I, I like the other Giratina movie more though okay
0: Pokemon Arceus and the Jewel of Life, Pokemon Zorark, the Master of Illusions, Pokemon the movie Black, Victini and Reshiram, Pokemon the movie White, Victini and Zekrom, Pokemon the movie Kyrium vs. the Sword of Justice, Pokemon the movie Genesect and the Legends Awakened, Pokemon the movie Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. In addition to these digital releases, Pokemon TV will be featuring films every month throughout the year.
1: You also skipped two of the movies, Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, and Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea. The only mention you'll get of Pokemon Ranger in this glorious 20th anniversary year of Pokemon. Well, let me tell you
0: what movies did not make this list. Those two. Really? I believe they're already in iTunes, actually. Ooh... Yeah, I think they're already in iTunes and Google Play. Uh, What else we got here? Nothing else that important. So if you care, I don't know if they're, I don't know if, are they going to put all these together as a package? I don't want to buy like 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, 200. That's almost like $300 worth of movies if they're 20 bucks each HD. Why would they be $20? Because I'm pretty sure that the ones currently in iTunes are $20. Really? Yeah, let me pull it up. I just I, I don't even understand because it's like you can't even like they Pokemon are fifth, the, okay, I got it. They are so Pokémon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew is 14.99 HD in iTunes. Pokémon the Movie Diancie and the Cocoon of Destruction is 14.99 HD. Pokémon the Movie Pokémon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea also 14.99 in HD. And Hoopa is available for pre-order for $14.99. So I'm going to do some math here.
1: I see. I I just don't understand this because the last Pokemon movie that you could see in the theaters, and this is probably the reason why it was the last one, was the Pokemon the movie Black. Um, It would be $285 plus
0: tax. If you buy all 19 movies at $15 each. Yeah,
1: but so many of these movies, like, you could never have seen in the theater. So why, they shouldn't cost as much. Well, they probably know they're going to sell. <sighs> like,
0: the only way to get these movies before was, like, if you were lucky to find them in the
1: DVD clearance section at Walmart. Well, there is that one DVD that has, like, four Pokemon movies on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: the first four movies.
1: Yeah, I had yeah. that one.
0: It was I had that one, too. I bought it from Irene's nephew and niece because it was like $5 in a clearance bin at Walmart. And I was yeah. like, four movies for $5. That
1: is a great deal. Pokemon. I got my copy at a gas station in South Carolina. <laughs> for like $5, right? Uh, yeah, it was a kangaroo. Wow. What a special moment. I remember what kind of gas station it was. <laughs> All right. Going
0: backwards here on our news. There will be a new Pokemon-themed new 3DS bundle and 2DS bundle and cover plates to be released. So in the United States, the new Nintendo 3DS Pokemon 20th Anniversary Bundle will be released on February 26th. This bundle includes a new Nintendo 3DS with pre-installed virtual console versions of Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. It will also include two sets of cover plates, Themed on Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, respectively, as well as a download code for an exclusive home menu theme. This is the smaller system, not the XL. It is the same system as the Animal Crossing bundle that was released late last year. Just uh, be clear, not the XL.
1: Yeah, which is disappointing, but you can't do cover plates on the XL. Correct. Correct.
0: So if you are in Europe or Australia, three Nintendo 2DS Special Editions will be released on February 27th. Each bundle will include a transparent red, blue, or yellow Nintendo 2DS system pre-installed with one of Pokemon Red, Blue, or Pokemon Yellow, respectively. These bundles will also include a sheet of 15 stickers that can be used to customize the system and a download code for a home menu theme. In Australia they will retail for a hundred and forty nine ninety-five American dollars. I don't know what the conversion rate is. The stickers oh,
1: that's are like, that's like yeah, like three thousand Australian <laughs> dollars.
0: <laughs> the stickers are all the same in all three bundles. The transparent two DS systems uh will be released in Japan as well. The transparent blue and r- the transparent red and blue models previously have been released in North America, Europe and Australia to promote Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh, yeah, they did do that. I don't think you can find those anymore, though. At least at my like targets, I don't see them.
1: I, I don't know. I don't go to Target. In Does DC have a Target? Yeah, we got one about like four years ago.
0: All right. In Europe and Australia, two new cover plates will be released. They've had the a new smaller 3DS for a while. Um, a Pokemon Super Mystery... Dungeon cover plate featuring Pokemon from the game, which was previously released in Japan, will also be released February 19th in Europe and Australia. Uh, oh, sorry. In Europe on February 19th, Australia on February 20th. A cover plate featuring Pokemon sprites from Red and Blue, which have not been previously released, will be released in Europe and Australia on February 27th. Those cover plates will retail for 24.95 American dollars. I don't know what the conversion rate is. In Australia, customers who buy Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon before March 17th on the Nintendo eShop will receive a code for a free Nintendo 3DS theme featuring Charizard, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, and many more. This theme also is available for Australian customers who pre-order the retail version at select retailers. Those have not been announced. And finally, February 27th.
1: I kind of feel like America is getting punished in these distributions.
0: Uh, I mean, we're not getting the like the red and blue 2DS. We already got. It's the same color as Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that was released.
1: I want the yellow 2DS. Okay, with the that's, stickers.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, February twenty seventh, two thousand sixteen is the same date Generation One core series of Pokemon uh, were released, and they will re- they will be released again on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console. It hadn't is as- and. Has been declared Pokemon Day by the company Pokemon Company International. February 27th is the date that Pokemon Red and Green were originally released, 20 years in Japan prior. So there you go. I we still have one more news. Wow. And finally, Japan is Japan do have Pokemon scrapped distribution of hidden ability, legendary birds, and a shiny Eevee. The latest issue of Core Core Comic has revealed. That the Pokemon scrap campaign will return to Japan Pokemon scrap will be available in participating products from February first uh to doesn't say Pokemon scrap can be redeemed from March first to august to august two thousand sixteen doesn't give a specific
1: there what is what is a pokemon
0: scrap as part i'm i'm I mean, it's just so confusing the
1: way you're saying it. I can't tell if you're just saying a word wrong or if it's really something weird. A Pokemon Scrap campaign
0: was previously run from November 1st, 2014 to April 30th, 2015. Although it was extended significantly into 2015, Pokemon Scrap numbers could be obtained from participating types of Pokemon merchandise. The Pokemon Scrap numbers could be entered on the official website, on which players could redeem a certain amount of Pokemon Scrap numbers for a particular Pokemon or item of their choice. Upon redeeming the assembled codes, players would receive a serial code to enter in Pokemon Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire to obtain that gift. As part of the Pokemon Scrap campaign, the legendary birds with hidden abilities as well as a shiny Eevee will be available. Master Balls will also be available. These gifts can be obtained in X, Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. This is the first time the legendary birds will be available with their hidden abilities. That answer your question?
1: Kind of. So it's like <laughs> cereal box tops, like,
0: uh, yeah, they're they're just like, uh, like like scratch off, or like you know you buy a soda and you twist the cap off and then there's the code. Kinda yeah. Like
1: that. How come they don't do that anymore? Uh, yeah, I know they're missing out. Oh, those used to be the best kind of contest. And you type the code into the web browser and it's like you won another soda. and then and then Will is like I don't drink soda I only drink iced tea and water and then they're like you want nothing you want nothing
0: that I feel like we're missing news. Like, I feel like there was so much news that we were missing
1: news. Uh, I mean, yeah, because it just came out with, like this huge explosion. Like, everybody was like so tense. It's like, when are we going to get that Pokemon news? When are we going to get the and then all of a sudden, this like huge explosion of like new 3DS Pokken dudes coming out with like substandard Pokken fighters <laughs> that nobody wanted in the first place. You don't and- want septile. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some dudes out there want Septile, but I'm not. That's not my bag. I mean, I'm I'm a fire type dude, but even it's like, why are we getting a brakes in and not a Delphox? You know, what, what's what's the deal with that? But you, know, I know why because Delphox has something in its hand and it can't punch. Um, Delphox
0: also has like a wizard robe You're not very agile in that. Oh, oh but
1: uh, Gardevoir is so agile. Yeah, because it floats. I don't think Delphox floats. Delphox could float if it wanted to. Maybe. It's, it's just as psychic as Gardevoir is. I mean, it's no chandelier. Ugh, is floating all the time with oh, its creepy eyes. Yeah. Nothing but floating. Eyes and, and... Floatstone chandelier, they call it. Ugh, it's, it so <laughs> creeps me out. Um, what, what other stuff? What's, what's this, like, it's just like? Well, you go to Pokemon20.com and you just see it all. It's all there. But you know what? You can tell that there's going to be more. They're going to give us more. Oh, now, no doubt. At least until, you know, February 27th, 2017, where they're like, no more Pokemon ever. Clock, they shut the door. Like Willy Wonka closes down his factory.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is what, we should take a quick break because we this is one of the longest segments we've ever done on news. If not the longest. And I would imagine if Travis was here, it would have been longer.
1: (laughs) That kid never shuts up.
0: (laughs) Uh, So what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we are going to tackle some emails that you send in, maybe squeeze in our Pokemon of the Week, and we will wrap up this show. But we will be right back.
1: are back.
0: Well, nice are you, that wasn't your very tri- monotone at
1: all yeah there you go i've been learning how are your trims i i don't know they're at work i did not bring them home with me they're gonna spend the martin luther king day weekend a long weekend working while i'm at home relaxing all right that's fair well you have monday off it, it's martin luther king day you Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Yes, I have Monday off, and I would like to remind everybody that Martin Luther King Jr. Day is a day of service, so do something to benefit your community in remembrance of Dr. King's legacy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. My trims
1: are still going. Well, you um, tend to obsess over things while I'm a pretty <laughs> chill dude, <laughs> which, which you cannot deny. I am so chill compared to you. So... No news
0: about a new Pokemon game. I would yet, ass- yet. yet. I would assume that is going to be coming on February 27th. Yeah. And no news about Pokemon Go. But I feel like that would probably be released around the same time. Not like out in the world, but more details.
1: Yeah, is there
0: a Nintendo Direct
1: coming up at all? I don't
0: think so, I don't, and I don't think there has to be a Nintendo Direct. I think what Pokemon's doing with its, its Twitter and its just YouTube and online presence is is strong enough where it doesn't need to depend on a Nintendo Direct to get its information across.
1: That's true. If you're not following Pokemon on Twitter, you are missing out.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've been... Retweeting a lot of Pokemon 20 stuff and everything. And it seems like they're. I mean, if you look at how they tackle like nationals and worlds, they're very consistent in getting fans opinions across. Whether that's through video of an interview or retweeting. Or asking fans to share their thoughts and their Pokemon journeys up to this point.
1: Oh yeah, the Pokemon 20 website is all about that. Yes. The whole like, lower third is, is just fan stories.
0: Yeah. And I think they're going to keep pushing that throughout the year. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I got. I still, uh, I'm still in the camp of not really being completely sold on Pokemon Go. But I can I can be swayed pretty easily. But oh, with
1: and that's why there's people like you in the world and there's people like me in the world who has already given notice at my job, just in <laughs> anticipation of me leaving on my Pokemon Go journey. Yeah, I
0: just I, I I just I don't understand the level of excitement
1: for a game that has very little detail about it. It's Pokemon in the real world. What more details do you need to know? Pokemon I mean, in the real world. <laughs> Try to talk, because I'm just going to say Pokemon in the real world what, loud.
0: Uh, let me let me share a story with you, Will. Pokemon in the real world. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever shared the story on the the podcast. When I was sixteen, so a decade ago, there was this console coming out called the Wii. And I, <laughs> I went to a, some sort of punk rock concert. And it was partnered with the Nintendo Experience. And I think this was so old that the headlining band might have been Hawthorne Heights. I don't know if you, you remember this band. I do, I do. And so, besides liking most of the music there, that was my opportunity to play the Wii a couple months before release. And so I remember, you know, standing outside the rave in Milwaukee for an hour in the cold. And then they moved us inside and standing inside for another hour because they they don't have the venue set up. And while we're waiting in the hallway, you can see people going in and out of this curtain. So I peered through the curtain and they had the six Wiis set up with Excite Truck and Wii Sports and I think that was it, like just different versions of Wii Sports and then Excite Truck at the end. And, you know, the concert went on, and I kept going back to the Wii thing because, you know, lines were either long or short, depending on which band was playing. And what stuck out in my mind why I'm telling the story is I remember just standing in line for Wii Tennis, and the, the group of younger, probably my age, maybe a little older, guy standing in front of me talking about Red Steel. I don't know if you remember Red Steel as a launch game for the Wii. I do recall. It was a, like a sh- for our listeners it was like this f- first person shooter using the Wii controller and the nunchuck and then you could also switch to a sword to do you know slashes with your nunchuck and they were talking about how great it was going to be and how it was going to be like the new golden eye for Nintendo 64 but on the Wii and how they can't wait for the online play and the four player s- split screen and and they just kept going on about how what their strategies were and what their what the leaderboard would be and you know i didn't think much of it at the time but then you know when we when red Steel got released there was there's no online play there was no four player split there was none of that and so the reason i'm telling that story and the reason why i'm relating this back to pokemon is it just blows me away how little information we know about Pokemon Go, but how that level of excitement is exceeding expectations that haven't even been
1: set. Pokemon in the real (laughs) world. What more do you need? Expectations to be set. That is what I need. Stop. Let your imagination run wild for a chance.
0: I just imagine, I just imagine the, the, the first 12 hours after Pokemon Go being released and hearing nothing about how ridiculous the microtransactions might be. And I'm not saying that, that like there's going to be ridiculous microtransactions because I don't know. But I, I can't help but consistently go back to expectations being so high, which leads to disappointment, which means those people... That are so vocal about something that has no, no format, no baseline, are going to be the same vocal people that are going to be
1: complaining first. Here's a format for you. It has a Pokemon detector you wear on your wrist that goes bleep bloop and lights up and tells you there's a Pokemon standing next to you. And you look on your phone and you see a Pokemon right there in the real world. You're right. And I, I like to buy... And, and then you catch it in a Pokeball.
0: I like to buy things I can wear... That do one task. How,
1: how, how, how many tasks did your Pokewalker
0: do? It did, it did. To me, it did one, which was count my steps. I didn't really use it for anything else. I did enjoy. Let me, let me tell you about this game called Trimps. You watch numbers go let higher. Let me tell you a story, and higher.
1: Steve. And the Pokewalker, the
0: number goes higher. And Listen
1: years ago when my nephew was much younger and he was visiting my, me at my house i had a um it was a, a pokeball bento box which i'm sure many people have gotten i think it was available from think geek and he saw that and he said uncle willie can i catch a pokemon in that and i said yes you can catch a pokemon in that here take it and we went into my backyard which is technically a national park And we walked on the trails in there (laughs) looking for Pokemon because it was Pokemon in the real world. And that's all you need. Take my money. Take all. I will give right my entire paycheck every month. All like whatever thousands of dollars of it. You can have it. Give me Pokemon in the real world. No opportunity to disappoint.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. I am very excited. For a new main series game. I uh Yeah, I am excited. Yeah, as long as they don't bog it down with story. Right, yes. As as I've expressed on the show, <laughs> the less story in Pokemon games, the better. Uh-huh. It is not a story about silver or red. No, it's a story about me and my Pokemon. Screw Pokemon story. I don't care about N. I don't care about his fake dad who's a bad guy no Wait, it I me mean, his real dad
1: who's a bad guy is it his real dad uh, who knows
0: i don't think it is i th- uh, see it's dumb uh that's why black and white were not good it wasn't about the black and white was not about you it was about n that's not i disagree and no and you're wrong <laughs>
1: and i'm not this is not even the time to get into it
0: less story my pokemon games more chandelier
1: that that's that the we, campaign we, we I'm have an episode where there's no news, and I will spend an hour and a half explaining to you why fifth generation is the greatest generation of all the Pokemon games for for so many different. But we just don't have time to get into it, so I'm not going to waste my time on trying to do a very high level synopsis of a, a very detailed philosophical argument of black and white. We call it fifth generation <laughs> because it's black and white and black and white too. And it's a significant some... achievement in storytelling.
0: <laughs> Let's get some... Debatable. Let's get into some emails. You can email us at sbj at or just go over to pokemonpodcast.com and hit the contact button. Either way, it'll get to the same place. And if you have thoughts about Hawthorne Heights or Pokemon Black and White, please send them our way. Oh, w- this is from Nick G. Hello, everyone. I was thinking that you should name your 200th episode Misdrevious because it is the 200th Pokemon in the Pokedex. Also, I wanted to know what you think the chances are of a Pokemon Stadium feature getting added to Pokemon Tournament. Finally, and most importantly, would you rather have feet for hands or hands for feet? Thanks again for the podcast e- each week. Nick G from Boston. See, Nick included his location. Which I appreciate in emails.
1: Well, uh, now there's so many Nicks in Boston. I, well, I'm now just assuming that everybody in Boston is named Nick. Well, well, at least all the dudes. That's fair. Because there's no Nick chicks. Nic- Nicolina. Nicolette. Nicolette. Which is a re- real name. Nick, Nicky. There you go. First off, I would rather have feet for hands, or no. I would rather have hands for feet. I agree. Because more hands means more monkey business, and that's all we need. There's no argument here.
0: Hands for feet. Hands. I, I, I like feet. But you can't
1: go wrong with a good hand. I, I'm not a big fan of feet. Really? No. Yeah. Hmm. No. Rather, I'd rather they're like children, you know, neither seen nor heard. <laughs> All right, fair. but if you had hands for feet, you could hang upside down from a tree pretty easily. Enjoy a summer day.
0: They would have to reinvent the shoe industry.
1: You wouldn't need shoes. But what if there's glass in the ground? We wouldn't use glass because we'd have hands for feet. We wouldn't <laughs> need glass. All right. Um.
0: Back to his other question, uh chances for Pokemon Stadium feature to get added to Pokemon tournament 0%. 0. At this, this that game is done. That game has been done. That game's not getting anything
1: else. We're not even getting 60 frames a second split screen. And also because to be realistic, the concept of the fighting game is that each fighter has special combos that you activate by pressing the buttons in a certain sequence and you could not do 721 unique combo button presses that could be recorded into a game.
0: Although uh, a spectator mode would be nice, but I, don't, I doubt we're getting that either. Uh, let's see here. Jasper B writes in, Hello, SBJ, Will, and Travis. Steve, you, Steve, will you rant some more about how bad Ruby and Sapphire were and compare them <laughs> to Picross, which I dislike because I suck at. It? Thank you for reading this. Jasper. Ruby and Sapphire were pretty bad.
1: Did you get to not the Elite Four battle, but the final battle before the Elite Four? No. Okay. Visually, the most beautiful of all Pokemon battles ever.
0: Let me tell you what turned me off of that game. I went to the Volcano and battled Team Aqua, the better of the two teams.
1: (laughs) Debatable. (laughs)
0: And then I left the volcano and May was like, you need to come to the city with me and teleport me across the map to a city I did not want to be. And I was
1: very annoyed. And then I turned it off. You weren't annoyed when you finished one gym battle and then she's like, oh, well, you're ready for the next gym and takes you immediately to the front of the next gym without any ability to level up in between.
0: Nah, I was cool with that because I was already high enough level. I will say though like i like I do like the journey from gym to gym, so that's why I like i really like um I really like x and y and I compare it a lot to red and blue because um they both have that that first gym you get to pretty quickly, and obviously that's exciting because that's your first gym, and that's like the direction that your journey takes you, and then both have that second gym that's a little not a little, a lot farther away, but you're, that's, that's not a complaint. Well, that wasn't a complaint when I was a kid because that was like, the more Pokemon I could get, the better. And like going through the the area field and then to the cave and then back out and seeing all those Pokemon that I've never seen before, like that was super exciting. And X and Y restored that feeling because I avoided what the new Pokemon were. So it was just very exciting to go through that area and see everything as I went along like it didn't feel long because there was so much to see now when I go back to that I could see the complaints of like oh it's just so long to get from the first gym to the second gym and X and Y I'm like yeah totally but like your first time at least my first time I didn't feel like it was long because I always felt like there was something new um, and so then later later in X and Y and it happens in red and blue too like some gyms are just really kind of close together and I don't know I think it kind of takes away from the journey, but that's just my perspective. <sighs> Ruby and Sapphire. I think Picross is good. Like if they if they were to sell Picross as like a retail game like Pokemon Rumble, I would probably actually buy it.
1: I think I think Picross is good. I mean, it... I'm not going I'm not going to have the Picross argument with you because it's just such a once again a fundamental difference in our philosophies of gaming where i am perfectly happy to do the challenge puzzle every day get my eight pick rights put it away and when i get up to my 90 pick rights to open the next level or my 100 pick rights to open the next level and then i enjoy a little bit of that every day and i don't overindulge and i take my time (laughs) and and i'm just thrilled and i'm enjoying it that just savoring where you just want to gobble up the cake. That's you true. Want all the cake. All at once. I.
0: That's true. And I've said before. I think. I think a bl- big flaw in Ruby and Sapphire were just how close they came out after X and Y.
1: Yeah, there was and, only one year delay in that.
0: That was. Uh, that's just a personal preference of. I. J- I, I don't want to play a mainstream Pokemon game every year. Just like, I don't want to play a call of duty game comes out every year. I don't want a pl- I don't want I don't want any series to come out any year because I do not think that is good and healthy for a series.
1: It it would just be great if they would do like alternating years main pokemon game, pokemon ranger game, pokemon game, pokemon ranger game and back and forth. Yeah. Because we need more Pokemon Ranger. <laughs> do we It's the best game. You draw all these circles. It's so
0: good. Uh. Uh, And (laughs) Anthony writes in. Hey, long time listener. First time writing in. I've gotten I got a couple questions for you. One, do any of you collect action figures? I used to when I was younger, but I recently decided to get back into it. I have. Have you seen the new Link Between Worlds Figma yet? Also, the new Pokemon Nintendoids are sweet, too. And two, if Pokemon Z is indeed the next Pokemon game to be announced, how do you think Zygarde will be incorporated into this game storyline? Will Zygarde join your party early on from in its cell form and then gradually transform through as you progress the game? Personally, I'd love it if the game was similar to Yellow Version, where instead of Pikachu following you around, you'd have 10% dog form Zygarde at your tail. Keep up the good work,
1: Anthony. Hmm, intriguing. Let's go with the...
0: First one here, real quick.
1: Uh, well, I col- <laughs> I was gonna say we know my stances. I I do not collect toys.
0: No, I uh, um have a couple amiibos, mostly in games I I really like uh, the Animal Crossing amiibos. I have most of the Pokemon amiibos except for the Jigglypuff one. And oh, by the way, that was in news. Uh, they kind of slid in that any Pokemon amiibo that was hard to find, they're all getting reprinted. So if you are missing your Charizard or your Mewtwo or your Jigglypuff or for whatever reason a Pikachu, uh, all those Amiibos are getting reprinted because of the 20th anniversary.
1: Yeah, and at the uh, Milwaukee Walmart, Ganondorf and uh, Princess Peach are for three dollars, <laughs> and uh, the Squid Amiibos too. The Inklings, yeah. I, I
0: said, every, I told everyone, there's no reason to wait outside at Walmart at 4 a.m. to get your Amiibos. They'll all be in the clearance section six months later, and look at where they all are. In the clearance section. <sighs> They're dumb. So, yeah, I have a, I have a couple of amiibos. But, like, I was very into toys slash action figures before even amiibos. And be, even before Skylanders, when I went onto a small Skylander uh, craze, I collect, a, like, a lot of labbits, a lot of shonimals, like, just designer toys and stuff. So, I
1: haven't been into that much recently. Uh, but, do you, do you have uh nylon my little pony toys in the box? uh no, not in the box. I have like two
0: my little pony
1: toys, but they
0: were they're just on sale, and they just sit on the shelf with all my Pokemon toys and monster hunter toys and stupid uh, toys are dumb. Listeners do not buy toys they're dumb, they're just called you, you certainly have a lot of them. I have a lot. I can tell you. And then when you move, you don't even want to set them back up when you get to your new place, because, you know, shelves and No, they're dumb. They're kind of cool, though.
1: I do, I do have a uh, uh, Xerneas Niveltal um, still in the box. Huge. Oh,
0: I know which one you're talking about. Uh, yeah, The second question, Pokemon Z, I think that is a really cool concept to have, like, a baby sell Zygarde follow you. I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the story's gonna be. And like I just said, like ten minutes ago, I don't care what the story is. I just want to go through, catch my Pokemon, beat my eight gyms, call it a day. That's, and that's I, what I, I love. I think.
1: Yeah, well, I've already said right that it's gonna be. You're gonna have either Volcanion or Zygarde as the. Uh, ugh, I don't know. Now with the different forms of no. <laughs> it's so hard. You know, maybe it is just a a one volume and and Zygarde is that main legendary Pokemon. And it's going to be the region that's next to Kalos. And, you know, it's just going to be the legendary Pokemon that you're going to use your master ball on. Um, but then it has like the little forms and everything. So how does that come into play? It's so who knows, maybe, maybe they're going to introduce breeding of legendaries. And it, they'll just, like, breed into weird forms before they actually become the legendary Pokemon that they're destined to become. <sighs> I don't know. But cool cool concept, definitely.
0: Matt H. writes in, Hey, SBJ, I'm a super big fan of the podcast. I have a question for you. Hopefully it hasn't been asked before. What is your favorite Pokemon video? Mine is the Shiny Ponyta. Thanks for taking the time to look into this. <sighs>
1: <laughs> That's an old video. Yeah, I remember one night I was doing a uh, a launch of uh, a new web hosting service. So, like the entire university website was moving onto a new hosting platform, and we're doing it like overnight. And it got to be like two o'clock in the morning, and I was there with my coworkers, and one of them was like, "Oh, I don't know what shiny Ponita is." So I like played it for them but i played it super loud. So, you know how like there's like that really
0: yeah, play like the
1: the music in the background mm-hmm, and the then, sum
0: 41.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was there. Oh, so, Shiny Ponita is definitely a, a classic of the the Pokemon video world. Um I mean the kid the kid did go on record saying like
0: I mean he overreacted purposefully for the the views. Oh yeah, we all say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I I think that video is a time and place. I don't think it holds up. It was it was definitely funny at the time. I don't know if I have a specific Pokemon video. The the Slowpoke video that Pokemon put out like 2 months ago was real good.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely good. Yeah, that was really um, good. Black man loves Pokemon. Oh, it's good. Although not safe for work. Not Real safe for work, funny. but that was good. Real funny.
0: I'm not uh, a big YouTuber. Like, I don't know if that that because of my age or just how I consume media. Like, I never sit on YouTube and just look. Like, if I need to see a movie trailer, I'll go to YouTube. I'll watch it and then I'll
1: leave. Like, I don't. I don't spend
0: time watching that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't get trapped in a YouTube hole. Well, I know. I know a lot of folks do these days, but. Yeah, not my scene of, like, just clicking one YouTube video after another. You know, I may look up, like, a a music video or something for a song that I like. Um, but, yeah, that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. I'm not watching those, uh, uh, what is it, like, super panic frenzy videos, like, <laughs> over and over and over again and and all that stuff. Giving those people coins. You know, I should be making that money i should be making those youtube dollars do you you don't want you don't want to be doing that i I want money i (laughs) love money
0: austin s writes it uh today i discovered your podcast while going through the app and i feel for the next episode there should be a battle between you i think it meant you and you and everyone else and have it streamed twitch
1: you mean a Pokemon battle?
0: Oh yeah, you all. So all like like between like like Travis and me or you and Travis
1: or like streaming us battling. Well, Austin, as hard as this may be to believe, but me, the eldest of them all, is the only one who actually does competitive Pokemon battling on a regular <laughs> basis. So I would stomp them all. And there's no point in having such a uh Sad display on uh, Steve and Travis's parts.
0: You know, I've <laughs> that's I can, I can honestly sit here and say that I not only did VGC competitive battle for a solid year in four, in, four years ago in, in the black and white days, which I think was a cool format, but then I, I ventured out to do competitive TCG Pokemon battles for two years. So my my portfolio, while it may not be as heavy as some of these other people, it is definitely vast in dabbling in different things.
1: I mean, dabble all you want. I'm still going to beat you. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm not arguing there. I'm a big, uh, I was a big Pokemon shuffle fanboy too.
1: Yeah, I still play shuffle every day. I still get my five shuffles in every morning. It's like an addiction. I cannot get out of bed until I've played five rounds of shuffle. (laughs) I am so stuck on Gotharita.
0: I might have been there at one point, unless that was. No, I think Gotharita was still there when I was playing. Uh, Christopher L writes in, just became a Patreon member. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I really wanted to take advantage of the Slack community and get involved with the VGC more. Um, I always hear on the podcast different things that you guys have going on through the Slack community. Uh, thanks, and always I look forward to hearing the next podcast. There, he had a question of how to get into Slack. I gave him Slack access. Uh, oh, here you go. Later, that, later that email. But uh, most of the time, if you sign up for the Patreon, I get I try to get you access within 24 hours. I have to manually um take your email that you signed up and then apply it to Slack, and then you have to sign up from there. But yeah, if you sign up for the Patreon, it's it's about 20 less hopefully less than 24 hours before I get you in. And if if you really want to get in, you just tweet at me and I get you in pretty pretty instantly.
1: Yep, and I'm uh we're we're still having our current battle competition um which is uh the generations league where it's one pokemon from each generation on a doubles competition. But um, what did I call it? Because uh, pretty soon I'm gonna start up my competition because I haven't done a competition in Slack yet. It's like uh, Will's Quickie Quick Claw tournament, where you it's gonna be singles. Um, but at least one of your Pokemon has to have a Quick Claw is required to carry a Quick Claw as a whole. That item, just use your Game Shark. Give everyone Quick Claw. No, that is cheating. <laughs> You must have one quick claw on your team. And it'll be singles, not doubles, because we've done a lot of doubles and there's some people in Slack who prefer to play singles. So I want to give them that opportunity. That's fair. But I think it to to make sure that they're faster games, it'll be like a 3v3 singles versus instead of a six for six. That makes sense. We'll see. But yeah, so if you are interested in singles tournaments or doubles tournaments, because we will always be doing doubles tournaments. Um, or breeding, or getting help with trading for certain Pokemon. That's everybody in there. I saw today with my own eyes a um, Thunderus with Hidden Power Ice traded in our Slack community right there. Is that rare? Uh, yeah, it's one of the in-demand Pokemon legendaries for the current VGC format. So, I mean, a Thunderus is a legendary, right? So that's not something you just give away. Unless you're the person who just gave it away. <laughs> That's... Mm. Uh,
0: Tyler L. writes in, Hey guys, do you think there will be a Generation 4 remake? Why or why not? Just wanted to say that I've been fan and have been listening for a long time. Keep up the awesome work and I
1: can't wait for more episodes. Is that the end of his email? Because Tyler, stop asking for the Gen 4 remakes. The answer is no. no uh, you did put series. PS get good. Get good? Get, <laughs> did we... We had a Gen Four
0: remake thing last week uh, as well, didn't we? And I'm pretty sure it was Tyler. Is it? The,
1: I don't think uh, I would have marked out this email though. No, I think it was in a bigger email. But, but no, we, a, bigger, we... a bigger email from Tyler. He's just going to send an email every week asking uh, for Gen Four remakes. Maybe, maybe. And, uh, and not that I don't like Tyler. I, do, I think he's a great guy.
0: Do you think there will be a Gen Four remake? I do. Yes. Do I think it's anytime soon? No. Ugh.
1: Twenty twenty six, man. <laughs>
0: I mean we're we're like we're at a we're at the history of both Nintendo and the Pokémon Company International living off of people's nostalgic minds.
1: And so remakes are just a given. Right? Well, as long as the Pokémon Company and Nintendo exist. <laughs> That's fair. Steven T writes in, hi guys, love the show, submit an iTunes
0: review and supporting the Patreon soon. I just started listening to about a month ago or two, and I gotta say, I love you guys, how you guys entertain me throughout my workday, so thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah,
1: and I guess if you play us on like 4X slow, we could last for eight hours or so.
0: That's Maybe his workday is only like an hour long.
1: I mean, I guess that's for some people, <laughs> but it's true. It's true.
0: I mean, I have a exactly 30 minute drive to work and from work. So an hour podcast is definitely a day, a
1: day doable, one uh-huh. day doable. I have an exactly six minute drive <laughs> to work and from work. I usually so- can't
0: listen to podcasts at work because I can't like read and listen at the same time Whereas like it's really good when I'm driving Or like I'm cleaning the house
1: Yeah I mean I don't clean the house But it's good when you're like running Like 8 or 9 miles To have that a nice sense. podcast to listen to That's Yeah
0: yeah. Well that is all the emails we have Like I said before you can email us um, At PokemonPodcast.com Hit that contact button Or just type in SBJ at Into your email field and either way, those emails will get over
1: to us. You want to do Pokemon of the Week, Will? We're here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 No, that's not the Pokemon of the Week song music, is it? It's the Pokemon Center music. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Unless it's your birthday, and then it plays Happy Birthday. All right. Pokemon of
0: the week is Braxen, Braxian, Braxen, Braxen, Braxen. 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 Like
1: Elaine. Is it French? Yeah. Why not? It's in Kalos. Sure.
0: 87.5% male, 12.5% female. This is the middle evolution of Fennekin and Delphox. Braxian is a fox like Pokemon. The majority of his fur is yellow. It has black legs, white arms, face, and neck, and a dark orange tail tip. The fur on its cheeks is longer, and the mane of white fur covers its shoulders and chest. When its mouth is open, two-pointed teeth can be seen in the upper jaw. Breaks in always keeps its stick in its tail, which it sets alight using its bushy tail fur. The flame from the lit twig is used for both attacks. And communication.
1: Kind of like a semaphore? Hmm. Like, or smoke signals. Like a magician. I don't know. Magicians don't communicate very much.
0: Like a torch. Hey, if yeah. you get a shiny one, it is purple instead of yellow. Looks that, real cool. That is so sweet. <laughs> it's really cool looking. Uh, Braxian is the only Pokemon with a base stats total of 409. in and its evolutionary relatives share the same category as the Vulpix and Ninetales. They
1: are all known as the Fox Pokemon.
0: And uh, I don't have That's a. That's mo- so
1: weird. Why is it stat total 409? Usually the starters all have the same stat totals, unless it's. Maybe because it's the middle evolution? So weird. <sighs>
0: Pokemon needs to redo all its stats.
1: Yeah, set them all to one. <laughs>
0: uh yeah. Uh, I mean, we could we could do a move set, um, or or not. I'm, I don't I don't know Gen six Pokemon that well in the competitive scene. If I look at Delfox here, its highest is in its special attack, which is one fourteen. Uh, second highest being speed one oh four and then its weakest is attack at sixty nine and its defense is kind of low at seventy two so, wow. so
1: one of the moves that breaks and can lose learn is one of my absolute favorites that drives people crazy for um for any kind of v g c competition, which is magic room. you know everybody knows um trick room, which is the one that reverses the speeds of all the different pokemon. Magic Room makes it so that held items no longer do anything. So you can have an entire team of no held items and turn off everybody else's held items as well. That's fun.
0: But what are you going to do about Quick Claw if it's not on? Well,
1: no Quick Claw. Sorry. Mm.
0: Uh, It would... I don't think I'm wrong in saying
1: that heat wave would probably be an excellent move for Del Fox. Yeah. Cause it's a fire type. It's not psych. Remember or not Del See, stop thinking about Del Fox. We're thinking, thinking about breaks we're doing, we're doing middle cup here, right? Not little cup, not big boy cup, <laughs> but middle, middle cup, cup only, doubles, only, only middle evolutions. So <laughs> middle cup doubles. He's, he's fire only or Braxen's fire only. And, uh, um, and that's they, it. Get that heat wave you don't like Heat Wave, switch over to f- Flame something. Flamethrower, like the, all the Charizards have. The Flamethrower. Uh, protect. You want to have a Protect on that dude. Shockwave.
0: If you want to get your electric coverage for some reason, uh, Braxton can learn Shockwave.
1: No, uh, you want something that's going to dry up all them water types. Yeah. Shockwave. It's electric. Oh. There you go. Wait, does that do damage? <laughs> it's it does 60. a, Hey, is that a real
0: thing? Yeah, Shockwave move. Shockwave is a damage-dealing hey. electric height move introduced in Generation 3. It was TM34 in Generation 3 to Generation 4. Shockwave inflicts damage and unaffected by modifications due to accuracy or evasion stats.
1: Very cool. I was going to say solar beam because everybody does the solar <laughs> beam, but heck. Shockwave it up, buddy. Shockwave it up. I wonder, I always look for like, is there like a really weird move that a Pokemon can learn that you like? Why why does he know this? Is, why does his Pokemon know this move? Like, I guess Low Kick is kind of weird for a, a Psychic Fire type or just a Fire type.
0: Yeah, it makes sense though, I guess. I mean, he's on his legs; he can Low he's Kick. Got, he's got legs. Yeah, he's got legs. He can learn Dream Eater if you. Want to teach hypnosis? I only have 60% accuracy though.
1: Dream Eater or hypnosis? Hypnosis, hypnosis. is. Not, yeah, that's terrible accuracy. Yeah, that's right. Yawn low. is the one you want to go with. Which one? Yawn.
0: Yawn? Yawn. Yawn. Can he learn yawn? Hey, so. uh, th- th- he can learn Grass Knot, man. I, I mean, I guess. Mm. Is it better than Shockwave? I mean, it's based on weight, and if you're doing middle cup, probably not. Ooh, you got me there. Ooh, you got sick me there. burn. We don't need Travis.
1: Sick burn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need Travis.
1: I, I think every middle cup need, team needs a breaks in. Absolutely, special yeah, why attacker. Not? It's in pokin fighters. It's so. uh, it's got that ninety special attack. Pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> so so yeah. So take what you can get.
1: Uh, as,
0: as for that, like I said, at the beginning of the show, we will be, uh, hopefully on Twitch next Sunday, if you're probably listening to this on the current Sunday. So the next Sunday, which is, uh, January 25th, 2 PM central time, plan out for about an hour to two hours. If you cannot make it, do not worry. We will have an audio version up afterwards to help celebrate 200 episodes. And uh, yeah, and hopefully uh, a little bit spoilers. Hopefully, gonna have some new podcast art and some new podcast music to go along with that. Uh, Maybe all not at once, but uh, working to get some stuff done to just spice up some some stuff. Six years, almost six years, two hundred episodes. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, at dragging a lake. You can follow Will on Twitter at wash in the sink. Otherwise. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are
1: super heartbroken.